0: This is Karen Hunter, and welcome to The Hub. Up next, part two of my interview with Andrew McCaskill, where we're discussing the black buying power. And Andrew McCaskill asks five questions. Well, he gives us five questions we should ask ourselves before spending our dollars. Number one can I get this product or service in my neighborhood? Well, why is that important? Well, the black dollar circulates less than one day. So if we're going outside of our neighborhood to spend our dollars, then then that's even worse. It's going to be even harder to close the wealth gap. Number two, does the company I'm about to do business with hire people who look like me? That's a powerful thing. Think about that. Number three, do I see positive images of myself in content or advertisements for this company? Number four, does the company support causes important to my community? Well, that may not have been important years ago, but today it is. I know recently there was a story of a sneaker company that recalled a bunch of sneakers because you know, um, the, the sneakers were culturally insensitive. That's a company that is concerned about its bottom line and rightfully so, but that also speaks to the power of the black dollar, that it could force that company to do the right thing. Number five, if any of the first four questions had a no answer, are you still going to spend money with those companies? And why is this important? Because we're talking about power and we're talking about buying power. And Andrew said, all money is power. How we spend our money will determine how much power we have. Just like Baldwin said, freedom is a choice. Freedom is what you, what you, what you take from it. Freedom is what you take. Our buying power is what we make. So I hope you enjoyed this interview. Let me know what you think on Twitter at Karen Hunter. Stay tuned. Enjoy. You can follow Drew at Drew McCaskill, M-C-C-A-S-K-I-L-L at Drew McCaskill on the Twitters and on the Instagrams yep. where I'm Instagramming uh, him right now, Instagram <laughs> Live. Follow me at Karen Hunter Show. Um, let's, let's talk again about this power thing because yeah. I, I, I need it to be repeated many, many times over. We live in a capitalist society. The supply and demand. Supply and demand. demand. We, as a group, spend more than a trillion dollars. We're right between Spain and Mexico. America has a treaty with Mexico. Yeah. America does not have a treaty with (laughs) black folk, even though we contribute as a group disproportionately to America's economy. In America, one would argue black communities are probably the most underserved, even though we put more in. If you live in a black neighborhood, ask yourself how many black owned businesses in that neighborhood. This is a question I need you to ask. Yeah. If you live in a neighborhood, how many black owned businesses in your neighborhood? In your neighborhood where there are very few black owned businesses, and if there are a lot of black owned businesses, I'd love to know where you live. Yeah, me okay. Too. So, number one, since integration, we have fewer black owned companies. Mm-hmm. In this technology space that have made billionaires of some very questionable people, <laughs> very few of those billionaires have been made in the black community, although black dollars help fund the Facebooks. Yeah. Come on. The Googles. Absolutely. And I'm just I'm, I'm singling them out because Zuckerberg's on Forbes' uh, top five. Right. The Amazons. Mm -hmm. Jeff Bezos is the richest man in the in the the country, in the world. Black dollars help put him there. So the question needs to be with your dollar is what do you get for that dollar? Yes, you get the goods and services. Those are great. But there's more capital to be gleaned from your dollar. Right. We spend more than any other group in this country. We should have more power than we have. And we don't have the power, not necessarily because of racism. So let me just be clear. It's not the man. It's us. It's how we perceive our power. It's how we walk in our power. It's how we move in our power. Right. That's a us problem. That's a me problem. Yeah. That's a you problem. Mm-hmm. And we need to fix that because as we move forward, that's not going to change. The Urban League is going to put out another report next year and it's yeah. going to say we spend more money not less, yeah, and have less to show for it. There's a wealth gap. We read that stat, when was it, last year, the year before, Jameson? 237 years is going to take to close that, and Jameson's like, nah, it should take four years, five max, whatever. He put together a blueprint, which you can find in the hub.global how we can do that, but...
1: Which I love, by the way.
0: You're welcome. Thank you. Um, But if that's going to happen, it's going to require us changing and shifting, not just our spending habits, but how we visualize and
1: we got to change our whole consciousness about our money and how we spend our time right because think about we have three of the most powerful assets arrows in our quiver that we don't actively use in the way that we could it's the vote we're 47 million strong right so black folks we gotta brothers we gotta we gotta we gotta look at sisters when they leaving to go to the poll and go with them that's number one so
0: why you say that to the brothers
1: because black women vote in a way that if we could get brothers to emulate we would be a whole nother country So we vote with our we vote at the ballot box. We have to vote with our dollars. We have to be conscious about how Mm. we're spending this spending this money. That's no that's number two. But the third thing is the one that I feel like that nobody really talks about is how we move culture and markets with our voices in digital platforms most of the stuff that goes that that trends on twitter trends from black twitter it starts there and then everybody else takes a look at it right if we look at you know the way instagram moves and facebook moves so much of that is us we drive culture everybody knows it but us
0: no we know it
1: but we don't but we leverage don't capital- it. we don't capital- so capitalize we live in
0: a it. capitalist society yeah. where we haven't learned how to capitalize how do we live in a capitalist society if you don't understand the framework in which you are under the yeah. rules of not just the rules of engagement the rules that operate this game that you're in yeah you're gonna always lose yeah we're in a capitalist society where we have all of the chips and we don't capitalize
1: We don't play them are you kidding me yeah I mean we and don't get me wrong I'm by no way discounting the the work that folks like Toronto Burke have done and folks who have created entire movements with with social media what I'm saying is that we need to do more of that and we need to be more even more intentional about it and even more direct about it that's what I'm saying what to answer in answering your question about about that consciousness Mm. We did a campaign that we did a couple of years ago called um, "The Conscious Consumer," and we 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 took the show on the road, and where we t- asked consumers to ask themselves five simple questions, mm. five questions before they watch a program on TV or before they go out and buy a product. Can I ask? Can I can I sh- share with you the five share questions? Share the
0: five questions. Here are the five True. questions. Give us the five. Number one.
1: Can I get this product or service in my neighborhood?
0: Can I get this product or service in In my my neighborhood?
1: neighborhood? That's number one. And I'll come back to that. Does this, does the company I'm about to do business with or spend time with hire people who look like me? Mm. Do I see positive images of myself in the content or the advertising of these companies? I'm going to give you number four. Does the company actually support causes that are important to my community?
0: Come on. Does the company support causes important to, to my, my community? community?
1: And so then that leaves me with a f- question number five, which is important. Question number five says, if any of those first four questions had a no answer, are you still going to spend your time and your money with
0: Come it? on. 866, so we're going to ask this question. That's woke money versus broke money. So this is going to be on the homework (laughs) next week. No, seriously, because we buy things, and this is what, there's a book called Purpose Driven Life that Mm -hmm. was a bestseller. But how many of us actually purposefully drive our dollars?
1: How intentional are you? How
0: conscious are you? We buy the things that we like, but do you even know why you like the things that you like? We just talked about detergent. Mm -hmm. The vast majority of black folks buy things because we've been taught that we're dirty. If we're being honest and we want to prove to the world that we're not, so we over, we disproportionately overspend on products to keep us clean. Ha ha, it's a trick. Do you buy things and ask these questions? Do you know even what the purpose is of the companies that... I'm about to, this on the show, Drew, you don't know this. You didn't know this. Over the ho- holiday,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I wasn't necessarily not working. I'm always working because <laughs> this is not work for me. This is right. a mission, right? right? I started researching companies. So it's odd that you're here talking this, right? Uh-huh. Because I, I ran into a story about one of these major conglomerates and their funding Um, charter schools. And I was like, that's odd. So then I started going a little further, digging down my rabbit hole. And I was like, huh, why are they doing that? And then why are they doing this? And then why, you know, so as we, as I was going through, I came to a a place, I was like, wow. But if you don't do that with everything, I actually don't shop at that particular place Mm. because I'm purposeful with my dollars, right? Even the advertising on this show. We, we, we go through this all the time. I'm like, nope, can't do it. Yeah. Sorry, can't do it. They are bad for the community. Can't do it. Nope, yeah. sorry. Nope, we turn down more ads than we actually take. So I get really bristly when people complain about the ads on these shows. I'm like, uh, really? Because <laughs> a lot, we turn away more money than we actually take on the Karen Hunter show and actually on a bunch of other shows. Yeah. I'm just letting you know.
1: That's about the mission right there.
0: We have to be yeah. purposeful. If I'm going to ask you to spend your dollars on something, yeah. There has to be, you know, something at the end that you get yeah. or or that you at least can feel comfortable that the things that I purchased actually support our our who we are, our very being. Yeah.
1: Or at the very least, do no harm. That's, there you do go. no harm is baseline. Do no harm is
0: important. It's right. baseline. So we're going to ask the question of the audience. When we come back, Drew's going to be here with Instagram and live in him. Uh, they. I don't know if they can hear you when you're talking because you're all the way over there. I don't know how to fix that. Maybe we get a microphone because people are like, I can't hear. Uh, really. They can't hear me? I don't know if they can hear you. I'm usually
1: you. so loud. That's
0: Yeah, a, they can hear you. That's They're the product of growing up they, in the country. I don't know. The, turn up your um volume. How about that? Maybe <laughs> some of you need to do that. I don't know. <laughs> that was part two of my discussion with Andrew McCaskill around the issue of black buying habits. Hope you enjoyed that. Let me know what you think. At Karen Hunter on Twitter. With the hashtag podcast, you can ask me anything. I'll answer a question on Sunday. Follow Drew McCaskill, Andrew McCaskill, at Drew McCaskill on Twitter. Till next time.